Welcome to another episode of Show Enough Podcast. I am Barrett. I am CP. This is TS, Susan. We're not f- joined by her now. She's officially a part of this show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> long, so long as it's over here at the Hizzy, uh, yeah. we'll do our damnedest to drag her in there. Yeah, because Chris lives too far away. Whatever. I can make the journey. Too far. <laughs> the rent is too damn high. Yeah. Yeah. The trip is too damn far. <laughs> it's, it's definitely longer than you anticipate. If the interstate isn't all jacked up it's not bad <clears throat> now granted yeah. i admit if you have to go through the city my fault yeah it's uh it's a little more t- tedious and long but like it took me like 30 minutes to get here today yeah that ain't it's bad. not bad no i ain't bad at all so well that's good because usually it feels like it takes 45 minutes to an hour sometimes. if you go through <laughs> if you go like up like you used to go to my old place and go that way it is like 40 to 45 depending on how many lights yeah. you catch and all that nonsense and what time of the day it is and all that stuff. So, but you know, as long as I can, as long as we do it on the nights that, uh, you know, if it's a school night that I don't have mine, it's not a big deal. Yeah. You know, for me. So, anyway, so we are coming off of a, uh, off of a pretty good weekly episode of The Walking Dead. Yep. And a even better weekend as a group. Damn right. So. Uh, for those that weren't aware, we did Walker Stalker Atlanta 2018. What? What? Yeah, it was. Um, uh, that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I, I I can't speak for the organization other than it was really nice to have people grouped the way they were. You had not only were they kind of grouped according to the show being Fear and then The Walking Dead, they were also subgrouped by who they tend to run with in groups in the movies, the show. Yeah. And kind of seasonality yeah. slash buddy buddy, you know, um, you know, like they had Carol and Ezekiel right next and Jerry all right next to each other. Yeah, and they had Dwight and Simon next to each other, and Dwight, Simon, and Pollyanna. Pollyanna, yeah, and and, uh, and uh, Seth. Gabriel, yeah, yeah, we're all right there together. And then you had a whole other section where has beens that had no yeah. one in their lives. Has beens of was beens. They may have been and... on an episode or two. And killed off. <laughs> yeah. The one that kind of caught me off guard totally was the lady that plays Olivia. Yeah, she was she like was, on the next row back where the vendors are. Yeah, she was in the vendors like wedged into a corner. It's almost like, a wonder if she bought that herself. I think she did. To sit there. I believe so. I think she bought that she herself. She didn't have the, the Walker Stalker banner or anything because uh-uh. Barrett goes, that's Olivia from the thing. And I was like, who? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, who are you talking about? I saw her after you told me about her and I was like, holy shit, that really is. Yeah. yeah. She wasn't invited to the show. She had about uh-uh. a booth. That's sad. That's what was crazy is, I mean, some of the people, you went down the the cast, the sorry, the wall of has-beens. It was um, like Ramirez's buddy from the yeah. governor's governorship. Right. Yeah. Wh- whatever his name was. Yeah. Uh they have Michael a- Trainer who was yeah. the dude that we all hated. Right. The dude who threw Glenn under the dumpster. Damn right. <laughs> essentially. Yeah, essentially. Um they had So remember that group of three the people? The redhead chick who was in one episode who was the savior? She actually had done different stuff. She was she was on uh Sybil Shepherd's show also. So that well, I could get that. Right. One. Okay. The yeah, one but, that but got she's me. She's only on one episode of The Walking Dead, but she's yeah, in Walker one. Stalker. Yeah. Hell, she got better billing than the, the Olivia she chick. She did. I was like, what? The one that got me was the dude that. So remember when we first meet uh, Tyrese? There was Tyrese, his girlfriend, uh, the guy, his sister, and his sister, and like a son or something. There was five of them. Yeah. The dude right. was there. He actually had a banner and everything. That guy was barely in the show. Yeah. It was it was kind of shocking the way they had some of those things laid out. Did but you, it was I, I it made for pretty decent signature grabbing. Did you see the uh the cosplayer that was dressed up as Tyrese on Saturday? Uh was that the one with the grown ass woman walking around wearing diapers? No. Oh dude. That's I saw that budge. one though. I yeah. saw that one. Oh. 
Oh God, it was it was written on her ass or something. Yeah, to see yeah. Judith, was, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this was oh, the um, baby Bourgeon. That one disturbed me. I, I mean, we're in line. We were in line to get Coleman's autograph, and I saw those two walk by, and I just kind of looked at Susan and went, "Oh dear God, <laughs> uh, no, hell no." No, this it guy actually looked taste. really good. Like I kind of did a second take on him for yeah, but he had on like the the beanie cap and the like the overall looking gig, uh-huh. but he had um, a baby sack and a little baby doll right here, like oh. he was carrying. We saw him. We saw we baby did. baby Judith. Yeah, we, we saw him before the, the the inappropriate one. Yeah, right. His I thought his was pretty good. There was um, there was a guy dressed up like Dale. That was just deadpan awesome. Yeah, I saw him too. He and I good. kept meaning to go get him, get a picture of me and him holding the the one that we've been working on for five years, and I just couldn't find the guy. Mm-hmm. You, did you get to see the the helper that was dressed like Eastman? Yeah. He had Tabith on him. He had a turtle shirt. He had the turtle shirt on underneath it, mm-hmm. but he didn't want to take his old shirt off, his, his work shirt off, because he was afraid they'd kick him out if he did, because he kind of looked around, and he went, uh I got the real shirt on underneath here, but I, I really can't take this off. They're gonna—they're probably gonna kick me out. So I got—I just got a picture of him. Why would they kick him out? Because he was working. Because he was working. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. But um. Hmm. No, yeah, it was a—it was a fun weekend. You know, we were a little optimistic that we might could get a couple of autographs. You know, for some since they didn't pre-sell like JDM and Carol and stuff like that. Um. I didn't even try for JDM. I was at least running by Carol's booth every hour or two and checking. And every time she was only doing, you know, like VIPs and gold levels and stuff like that. No general admission stuff. I just looked at the Walker Stalker con for they're selling, they're promoting the Walker Stalker for next year in Atlanta. And of course they have a picture of Jeffrey Dean Morgan. So there's like 140 comments on here. So I pull it up because I'm just curious to know. And they were all like, don't expect to meet him without a Platinum Plus. Even golds were turned away last weekend. Because we were there when they were turning yeah. golds away. If I had paid a gold, <clears throat> I think gold was like six, $700, I would be hissed. Yeah. <laughs> to know I'm a gold member and I've been turned away for a Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. I saw them turn away some guy, but they didn't necessarily say they turned him away because of his status. They did say they turned him away because the dude literally got there at the last possible, you know, second. Yeah. And they said no more for today. Yeah. So, and he was like, but I'm a gold. And he was like, you should have been here two hours ago, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It it's it's definitely not like it was the very first time that we went where everybody was op- available and open and you could see them at a distance at least and you get in line get an autograph meet them whatever this time around it's it is more structured but also kind of felt more like a money grab because there were some people that were doing autographs but for the most part you get an autograph a selfie or a combo and the combo was, was sixty was, bucks yeah I mean they're doing like. An autograph is 40, a selfie is 40, or the combo is 60. Right. So it's cutting a decent amount off of it. And then there was Chandler Riggs. Oh, well, he was that way last year in it Nashville. It was 80, yeah, but see, I'm looking at that and I'm going, this dude, he, he's... There was somebody else that was like that. Who I'll pass we, that up. I forget who it was. Well, his was 80 for an autograph, 80 for a signature. I know who it is. I mean, a photograph, or 150 if you do them both. <laughs> I'll cut you a $10 discount. Uh, no, dude. No. You gotta get some college. That's money. the way um uh, <laughs> college. Shouldn't have let his dad run him off that show. That's the way um Ross was. So I asked about his, Marquan. His was his was fifty and fifty, and if you did the combo, it was ninety. No. And I was like, dude, no. Oh, he was Susan said he was also charging for impressions. Yeah, so it was a separate thing. He had a separate price. I didn't even ask. So explain, for, like, impressions of who? Like, have you never seen him do impressions before? No, 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 no. He does, does really good. Like, different people? Yeah, like, tons of celebrities. Oh, okay, okay, so, okay. So, you know, he'll do... I was like, impressions of who? <laughs> yeah. He'll, 
you know, he so can he do, has a list of people like can Jack do Nicholson and all kinds of stuff. Okay. Yeah. Are they really good? They're pretty good. Yeah, they're Are good. They I mean, like, he does a good oh, job. Okay, I, I'd give him that. He does a good job. So I don't. I didn't even ask what that cost because I didn't really care. Mm-hmm. But I was like, dude, really, ninety bucks for a combo? You know, and you know, we already. I did Chandler last year, and I think I paid some ridiculous amount of money like that. You know, but that was Caden's birthday and um, you know whatnot. Yeah, but uh, if you want it, you're gonna pay it. Yeah, like so, like if I had a chance to get Jeffrey Dean Morgan signature, oh well, it's a hundred dollars, right. and what can I, you do? You know? I pretty much. But if you kn- want it bad enough, you'll pay it. <laughs> I I knew Carol and JDM were gonna be the most expensive ones I was gonna get if I had the opportunity, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was gonna be one or the other most likely. There was no way I was gonna probably be able to afford both unless we just cut a few things out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. The way it looked, I was like, there's pretty no chance in hell I'm going to get Jeffrey. So I at least tried Carol, but she wasn't even really going to be back to her booth until like 2, 2.30 on Sunday. Yeah, and, that was And we were, we were gone by then, you know, so. Yeah, getting home on Sunday at 6 o'clock was a perfect time. Yeah, yeah, that was, we timed that pretty well, so but. I thought. Yeah, uh, we while we were there, me and Barrett decided, hey, let's get the fear people now while they're cheap yeah. <laughs> before they get too popular. So me and Barrett racked up on all the fear of the Walking Dead people. So I was like, yeah, let's get them now before you can't get them at all. Yeah, before they get you, too famous, and you, then, then you got another Jeffrey Dean Morgan on your hand where you can't get their autograph. Yeah, y'all got Pollyanna for like. And, you know, I think I got her for half price last year. Yeah, yeah. You got to get them early, 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 early. Now, granted, I don't have a, her signature on a great piece of artwork. It's it's like a print of that Wilson thing because nobody had anything Jadis related. Or of her. You know, I mean. she's I, too new. I could have gotten a stock photo from her table, but that was boring. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I probably will get something else and maybe get her signature on that, but I might not. I don't know. So Depends on how important she is later on. Now, you can take this with a grain of salt because I kind of do. My sister um, wore her show enough shirt on Sunday that we made last year. Yeah. She wore it on Sunday. They went through Pollyanna's line. Uh So my sister must have said something. Supposedly, my sister claims that Pollyanna remembered me. Really? <laughs> she said, you know, something, I guess she I asked her. Oh, was that year in Nashville that we were all wearing them? So, yeah, last year we were in Nashville. Yeah. We all wore them, and I, and I didn't give her out. one. You didn't give her one, but, but yeah, you were wearing it. She that. talked about it. You know, we showed it, and we were wearing it. And then um, my sister saw her. She wore hers on Sunday, um, and they got their picture with her. And I guess she commented on something about the T-shirt. My sister said my brother made it, and he brought it and all this stuff last year and gave it to a bunch of people. And she goes, she goes, oh, yeah, I think I remember him, the one in the wheelchair. Wow. Oh. I was like, oh, I don't know. I was like, I kind of want to think maybe, but. Well, because she wouldn't have said that if she was guessing but because I didn't, I didn't, that would be like I didn't way come... off base. If they, then you would have to look at her and go, no, you're wrong. <laughs> But I didn't go in her booth in my chair. I left my booth outside of her chair, and I walked, stood there in line, and then walked through it. Not saying she didn't see me necessarily. Yeah, because her lines weren't that long last right. year. So I, I don't know. I'm just saying. But it seems like to me she would have guessed that if you're because, out there, because baby, I'm single. <laughs> you did. You should have bought her art, not war T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Was a donation fee or something? Yeah, she had pins and everything else. Yeah, but she wore that on the uh, Talking Dead. Yeah, she wore that. I know. I've she's been on there like twice, I think, with talking about that. Supposedly, if you bought the T-shirt or the pin, it was going to go donation to some schools or I think it goes to. It it was for uh, bullying, depression, and mental yeah uh, mental mental health issues. Totally off on that. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it's fun. Because I know uh, Mo Collins had one of those donate money for some kind of charity school or kids program or something also at her booth. Cool. Oh, another what tidbit. Else? While we were in Mo Collins' line, oh. she did Stuart's mom yep. for the people in front of us from yep. Mad TV. <laughs> that was funny. 
We were standing there going. She saw me laughing at her and just smiling at her, so she kept on going. Because I was like, keep on going. <laughs> That's, dude, I totally forgot that she's yeah. Stuart's mom. Well, she's I completely mom, forgot man. that Maggie Grace, now nah, we, we know she's from Lost. Yeah. I completely forgot, didn't even realize that she was in uh, Taken. She was the daughter in Taken that got nabbed. And Taken was after Lost, wasn't it? Yeah. Her line probably stayed the most consistently busy out of all the fear people that I saw, other than um, when she was in her booth uh, with Alicia. Alicia Dunn McCary? Yeah. Yeah. See, I didn't realize that she was only going to be there one day, or we would have tried to get her uh, that day. She was slammed, though. Yeah. Like, her line was... Jam-packed. I bet you she was jam-packed from uh, the 100 and everything else. Yeah. But, no, we did that. We line-hopped because we were in Maggie Grace's line, and it was it was not moving. Because a lot of VIPs and gold people yeah. came up. And, you know, if you're general mission, yeah. those golds and VIPs go first. And So we stood there for a while, and I was like, Barrett, there's a lot of I don't know nothing about golds. that. I went through every platinum line. Yeah, I know you did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. So we were like. Let's go with the shorter lines and come back to this one. Maybe it'll die down. Yeah, so we went over and we got Kim Dickens, talked to her for a bit. She went to Vanderbilt. I didn't know that. Hmm. She was pretty chatty. Um, And then while we're in her line, we're looking around like back at Maggie Grace. We're going, we're not going to make that. That's not not looking too good. And then we went over and we got uh, Jenna Elfman, nice lady. I really wanted to go through hers, but, you know. uh, T.S. is over here uh, in the line. She turns and looks at me, and she goes, oh, my God, look at her hands. And I looked at him, and she's got super long hands. I mean, long fingers, long hands. It looked like it needs to be webbed so she can fly. I mean, they're really (laughs) oddly long. Um, Talked to her a little bit and and asked her how she enjoyed playing uh, June. I don't know what her first name was. Naomi and June and all that kind of stuff. and. She's like, oh, it's it's like playing in a sandbox. And I didn't get what she was going at when I went, oh, okay. She goes, oh, no, it's good. It's fun. You could do anything you want to do. It's it's not like being an engineer where you just beard, build steps all the time. You could do other things. I went, oh, okay, I got it. Yeah, we're, we're, we're good. I get the analogy. And then from her. You can poop in it and scoop it up. Yeah, that's right. Cover it. Cats can get all in there and just fuck it up. And then sit back and watch when somebody else comes by and steps <laughs> in it. Uh, after hers, we went to Coleman Domingo. How was he? He, dude, he, he was fun. He laughs just like his character on TV. He oh, was no. fun because uh, we get over there and start talking to him, and I—he's high know, energy. Typical every time. I'm thanking people for coming out because they don't have to be there for that. Right. And I, I told him I love what he's doing with Strand because he went from being a character that I'm looking at everybody else going, "Why the hell are any of you idiots?" listening to this guy somebody just you just need to shoot him and i said you know now basically we get that you're you know a fairly decent guy you just got your own demons and he goes uh i really enjoy that old victor strand i want to i want to get back into that and, and kind of get those tendencies going again and, and i went yeah i get it man i get it and i said it's it's he's one of those guys that you know he's gonna pull one over on you and you're gonna be okay with it and that's when he started laughing really <laughs> really loud and he comes around and didn't he hug you susan yeah yeah. He hugged her and he shook my hand and I'm secretly going, I wish he'd hug me too. But uh, <laughs> I'm sure if you went, took your both gay? arms out, I think he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I missed my opportunity, baby. But that when we got Barrett got him laughing, I was like, oh, it's the same laugh <laughs> from the team that <laughs> whatever. He yeah, did. And I'm like, oh my gosh, here he goes. We uh, but he's high energy. He was he is around. a lot of high energy. Um, after him, we went and got Garrett. Dillahunt, mm-hmm. Dory, Dory, nice guy. Uh, we're up there in line, and and Susan's just staring at how pretty he is. And I said, really like you. We've been following you since uh, Sarah Connor Chronicles, and when you were in uh, Deadwood, and now this. He's like, oh, thanks, thanks. And he's like, what, what's your what's y'all's names? And she's like, my name's Susan. And I said, my name's Barrett. And he goes, like 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 mine. I went, well, yeah, like yours, but with with a B. And he goes. B A R R E T, and I went. Well, I got an extra T too. He goes, "Oh, okay, that's uh, that's different." And I was like, "Yeah," and then <laughs> I said, "I really like what you're doing with your character. It's he's awesome. He's just so so he so super cool." And he goes, "I was really worried about this. I didn't know how this was going to work out." Because didn't you <laughs> he say said he didn't know how his dress was going to go for modern times? Because he has like the cowboy yeah. outfit. Yeah. 
And I, I just looked at him like, what? <laughs> but because you live in Texas. Yeah. Right. You can get away with that stuff. Oh, I yeah, totally. Say, I didn't say it. I was just kind of like, uh, you know, yeah, staring but, at him. Yeah. But I'm thinking, what? Yeah. You live in Texas. You're supposed no, to be you, in Texas. Have you ever been there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, uh, Denai Garcia, mm-hmm. we, we were in her line. She's adorable. She's she is hot. a tiny little woman, but she is really cute. She's hot. She lives in Texas, and she was telling us about um, coming here to Atlanta and, and just drinking water. She was so happy to have water because uh, it's been raining for like a week straight in Texas. A levee broke. Yeah. And so they've been they doing, they've been boiling water and, you know, pouring bottled water to brush their teeth. And she goes, we, we landed here at Atlanta. And the first thing I did was just start drinking all kinds of water. And I went, yeah, I could see that. Hmm. Interesting. Well, so me and Junior, we got uh, Stephen Ogg's signature, uh, Austin Emilio's signature. Who else do we got? Um, King Ezekiel's signature. How was he? He was really cool. He was. It was so crowded. We just never got over there. He was super talkative as well. Um, you know, he has like the British accent, right? He's he's got an accent. No, 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 he's no, American. He's, he's American, American, but he's yeah. just theater trained. Yeah, yeah, he's very proper. I knew something was yeah. He's he's very he's proper. like proper English theater trained. Yeah, okay. he's very proper. Um, but he was really cool. He, you know, he's standing at the end of his table, signed, you know, uh, his autograph, and he was like, "Is he here?" And I was like, yeah, he's here. Like, he was asking about um, Spillman. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he was like, yeah, he's here. I was like, he's over kind of in the middle. Um, And he goes, yeah, his stuff is great. And while we were over at Spillman earlier, we saw uh, Xander Berkeley was there, like, drawing. I guess Yeah. he was in Spillman's... uh, He was in his booth. ...booth, and he was on there over there drawing. I was... That was the closest time where I actually, actually went over and said, hey... Xander, how's it hanging? <laughs> but uh, I just let it go. So he was, but uh, Ezekiel was cool. He was super, you know, chatty Kathy. And like his general admission line was pretty long. So he was about two people in front of us because we still ended up having to stand there and wait for 10 or 15 minutes on him when we came back for our time. But I know what was me. And um, so. Uh, he like went down his exit row and was like high fiving everybody yeah. and getting them all pumped up and stuff. And you know he, you know, shook uh, Junior's hand, hugged him, hugged me. You know, yeah, uh, he was pretty cool. Um, and you know, nobody was in Dwight's line. And you know, I wasn't trying to like chat him up, chat him up, but I was yeah. like, you know, hey man, we ever gonna see you this season? You know. Yeah, you know, he's not going to give us an answer. Yeah. You know. and, we went to Dwight's line, and we didn't get a word out of him. He just stared at us right. like yeah, we were just, aliens or yeah. something. It's I was like, like we were in an aquarium. We, we, we he just, he just stared face, at us, and we're going, he just, okay, well, thank you. And then we left. He just, I was like, that was so awkward. He just, that's about the way it was when I did I'm, uh, I would Carl, have a hard time doing this. Carl a, last year. As a living, too, doing that. Because he's like, what do you say, you know, yeah. without coming off seeing fake. But, I mean, literally, he just, eyes were just like this big, like, oh, my God, there's people in front of me. He just said to me, <laughs> I said, are we going to see you this season? And, he, you know, he was like, well, I'm out there alive somewhere. Yeah. And, yeah. and that was it. Yeah, that was it. And I go, yeah, you're out there hunting down the missus. Because he didn't, yeah. like, like everybody else will be like, what's your name? Where are you from? And then they'll hear where you're from. And then they have, like, a comment. Oh, I've been there. Isn't Graceland there? Right. You know, they yeah. have some kind of similar, like, so I, I know something about Phoenix, Arizona, or, you know. But he was like, none of that. Simon was very <laughs> much the same. He didn't have much to say either. And um, so, yeah, it was just, yeah. And then who else did we get? I feel like I'm missing some people. Oh, we got Abraham. Got his yeah. autograph. And anyway, so that was. I think that's about all. I, I don't remember who else did I get. We got uh, Austin, Pollyanna. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. Oh, David Morrissey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The governor. Yeah, the yeah, governor. We got David got. Morrissey. I got him too. Yeah. He was really nice. He kind of reminds me of uh, my dad. Of your dad. Yeah. I thought. You know what? 
before you ever said that, I looked. Oh. Hey, he's got the skinniness right. and the hair. Uh huh. And I was like, yeah, he did. I thought the same thing too. Of her dad? Yeah. Of her dad. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, not my dad. Yeah, not your dad. (laughs) But one thing, let me comment. These people are skinny. Skinny. The guys Mm -hmm. are skinny. I'm like, their waist's got to be like 28 inches or something. It's just amazing how skinny these people people. are. Like 28-inch waist. Like, they have no body fat on them whatsoever. Yeah. It's just crazy. But as Barrett told me while I stood in line, well, if that was your job, wouldn't you be skinny too? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. It's just amazing how skinny they are. I mean, they can fit into any sample size clothing probably. Yeah. Which, you know, they probably need to. So when you get fitted for stuff, they're like, oh, all this stuff fits you. You're not limited to the fat size clothes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I... no, um, Morrissey, when he was looking at our, because um, we got him to sign the, the big one, the the five year one, yeah. And he's looking. He's like, man, you got a lot of people here. He's like, oh, you got. He pointed out uh, Lenny James and a couple other people, and he goes, "If you got Andy," and I went, "Yeah, yeah, we got him right." And I pointed, and he goes, "Oh man, that's that's re- the big one. That's the big one." He goes, "That he's a unicorn. You got a good one." I went, "Well, okay." I mean, I know when I was in line to get Andy's signature, I was nervous as hell that they were going to kick me out for looking at somebody cross-eyed, but apparently. That's a really hard one to get. Yeah, because yeah. I don't think I ever see him at cons. He's, he's he may have done the second year, the second Walker Stalker, but after that, I don't think he I ever did saw him that much. San Diego this year. Oh well, yeah, we wouldn't been going and to that. He did New York. The two big it. ones, L.A. and like California, wow. and New York, huh? Those are the only ones I saw him. But I bet year. you his, his still his signature was just as hard to get as Jeffrey Dean Norgan. I mean, I'm sure it was just like oh, platinum yeah. member only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I forgot. So yeah, I got the governor too. We got his um, autograph, and then I asked if I could take a picture of him signing it, but not. I didn't want to pay for a selfie. Yeah. Because we had a professional photo with him. Yeah. Um. So I w- was holding my phone down, so I was getting him signing it, and then I backed it out a little bit so you could see the governor's like face. Yeah. But then you could still see Caden in it. Cool. So, like he's standing there talking to Caden. And, you know, so I have a picture of the two of them. And then we saw him, you know, a couple hours later in our um, photo op. And he was like, oh, hey, yeah. you're back, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then we did the same with Lenny. So we went and had photo op with Lenny and then went through his line later and got um autograph from him. And I kind of did the same. I wasn't able to get Caden in it, but I at least got a picture of him signing it. And then my other photo op was um Ezekiel and Jerry together. Yeah. And, uh, you know, same as last year, I like, I took my time kind of getting off the scooter thing. And, uh, um, so Caden was over there, like, you know, he get a few, yeah, 20 seconds, yeah, you know, yeah, 30 seconds tops. And Caden, I guess, said something to Jerry, and he was like, you know, you're one of my favorite, whatever. Yeah. Jerry literally was about to pick him up and like take the picture with like Caden on his like up here yeah. on his shoulder, <laughs> and Caden was like, "No, no, no, you don't want." To. I was like, "Why? You should have done it. That would have been a great picture. Hell yeah, it'd have been an awesome picture." <laughs> he, he was, you know, eleven, being embarrassed, yeah, and didn't want yeah. it. So, but I was like, well, "Oh, that would have been an awesome picture. Oh, you yeah. up on Jerry's like thing, you know, yeah. shoulder or whatever." I, I meant to, I meant to ask you, uh, Cooper Andrews, Jerry. Is he slimmed down and got like a lot of muscle on him now? Seems like it. Because uh, a lady posted some of her pictures, her selfie pictures she had, and she's standing next to Cooper, and I'm looking at him, and I'm going, "Yeah, he's holy shit, he got swole." Yeah, I mean, he looks pretty. It's like, like the belly up. he had got pushed up onto his arms and shoulders, and I was like, "Jesus, that dude's fucking thick now." Yeah. So I don't know <laughs> if that was just costume from the garb that he was wearing. You know, that would made him look more like that or what? I'm, but. I don't know. He's he's Hawaiian, isn't he? Yeah, Samoan. he's like Samoan. Yeah. I'm I'm betting that he was, you know, initially kind of beefy, and now he's, yeah, he's just full out swole. Yeah. Now he's making enough to where he can work out. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but, yeah, I saw her picture, and I went, Jerry? Yeah. So he was pretty cool. And, you know, walking through, we saw uh, Glenn and Tara walked right by us. Sander Berkeley walked right by us. Uh, which was what Gregory, and then we had um, Cooper Andrews, Jerry walked by us at some point. Um, well, we we all had uh, Seth Gilliam walk past us. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. he w- walked right out past us. 
we're we're standing. It's the end of Saturday. We're standing there, ready to leave and and go back to the hotel. And uh, CP and I are sitting there talking, our backs to the uh, the escalator, and TS is facing us. And then I, I see her kind of lock up, and I, I can like, tell uh, it's like he's <laughs> coming. It's like the Look, screen's frozen. Shake the mouse. Make her move again. What's his name? I, I'm going blank. Yeah. And There's then he just walks right past us. us, and she goes, "Oh my God, it's 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 Gabriel!" And I went, "Oh my God, that is." <laughs> he walked right outside, uh, walked straight over to the Omni Hotel, and there were some people standing up front smoking, and they were looking too, and then they did the exact same thing like, she did. Oh, what do we do? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, he's in public. Guys, he's fair game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, mobbing. <laughs> I did notice he had both earphones in on his phone, like up, like I'm on my phone, leave me alone. Yeah, <laughs> like you know his yeah. little technique, like He's don't, not, don't talk. Not even giving you a chance. It's yeah. like that. It's like the the last year at uh, Nashville when Sarah Wayne Callies walked right past us. We were all kind of yeah. standing off to the side. I my brain literally couldn't think of anything other than she's so pretty. Yeah. Of course, I think what what was my brain saying? Uh, where's Carl? Yeah. <laughs> where's Carl? So yeah, we had a good weekend. It was a busy weekend. Yeah, it was busy, but it you know we we had fun. I uh I got a picture of the kid. Did you see the little kid dressed up like Aaron walking around with the inflatable log? I saw him after the fact, but yeah. Did so you didn't see him do his whole spiel, did you? No, I saw it on Instagram somewhere uh, or something. God, I was laughing so hard. That Some, kid. Somebody posted it on Instagram. This, thank God. With we, him and the pint size Daryl. Uh. Oh, then I saw a different one. Oh no, the one I was him reenacting the scene where uh, Aaron gets the log on his yeah. arm and he's screaming for somebody to help him. Did pint size Daryl do the same thing with him? Yeah. So it was him. And so it was the little Aaron kid, yeah, and then Pine Size Daryl, and then a couple of other cosplayers Aww. standing around him, like adult cosplayers, but they okay. were standing around him, and he kind of did the same spiel, and they okay. rolled the log off. And all yeah, he's stuff. like, oh, God, get it off me, help. Uh. <laughs> and then he drags his arm out, and it's all messed up, and he stands up, and he's going, uh, uh. he starts going into shock, and then he lays down back on the thing. <laughs> I didn't know what was happening at first. I'm like, somebody get that, that kid out. Then I the realized what was going seizure. on. You're like, oh, wait. oh man, I was laughing. I laughed all the way to the escalators. Um, yeah, I I saw some version of it on Instagram somewhere or YouTube or I mean uh, Facebook or something. But yeah, it was pretty funny. Cool. All right, you want to hop into it? Yeah, man. Let me. Uh, you gotta sell some bills. Yeah, give me a second. Let me that too. Get my notepad started. Are you ready? Yep. You can find us at Facebook slash Pod on iTunes as Shownuff, Twitter at Pod. Use our hashtag Shownuff, and email us at ShownuffPodcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on the Twitter, check us out on social media platforms, rate us on iTunes, and email us your questions or comments. Uh, I did post on Facebook that anybody that wanted to ask any questions can go right ahead and do it, and I have yet to get any answers. So yeah. we will just carry on my wayward son. Um, so this is what episode four, yeah. This is episode four, The Obliged. The Obliged, and this is the uh Hallow's Eve to uh Rick's demise. Uh, fun fact that I had completely forgotten about next episode is also Lauren Cohen's last episode. Mm, I don't think so. How do you know this? It was on uh comicbook.com. I think, they said, she, I think she's in one more. This is going to be the last one of her for a while, is what they said. Oh, well. Her and Rick, or her and her and uh, Andy Lincoln had farewell party together. Theirs were at the same time. As hmm. far as she's concerned, she's done with it. She would like to revisit the character and continue uh, once everybody basically agrees to the terms. So uh, she's out until she gets more money. Yeah. Or she's going to try to get more jobs, and then when she doesn't get hired anywhere, anywhere she'll become running back. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. Previously on The Walking Dead, Jada Sand, BBG's Gabe, right in the A. Rick <laughs> thinks an arrow took out Justin, to which Daryl says, no shit, Sherlock. Seaside's evening the score. Michonne's paying the way, paving the way for the future. Rick's paving the way for Negan's future. And Megan and Daryl are going to candy Graham Alexandria. 
sounds fairly accurate. Well, thank you. I hated. Uh, uh, I try for that. I, I never know what to say. <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, you are going to say that this was full of filler stuff, though, right? I'm going to say that the beginning of the last one and the beginning of this one, from their two different perspectives, is boring. Yeah. This this episode was almost entirely about uh, Maggie, Daryl, and Rick, and everything else was a filler. I mean, Michonne's whole thing, filler. Yeah. Negan's whole thing in the basement, filler. There really wasn't anything going on with it. I mean, essentially, Michonne's keeping the peace and score by going out and working the night shift, whacking walkers. Because she's bored to hell with what she's doing throughout the day. Typical woman. She's bored. She's pissed off because he's sleeping like a baby. Yet she's like, fine, I'm going to go out here and kill some zombies. Yeah. No, I think she enjoys the thrill. And well, like, no, I, you know, there's no doubt that missing, she doesn't enjoy it. She's missing a, you know. But she was looking. My nine to five job is taking care of the piece inside the walls. But, you know, what I really enjoy is going out here counseling yeah. Robbie. Moonlighting <laughs> so. as a, you know, samurai sword. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you don't think she's kind of rebelling against this kind of mundane housewifeish type role she seems to have adopted, even though she's founding a city and, you know, trying to work out governing rules and everything else. It's day to day. It's, it's oh, you're, you're you're pissed you're because I didn't job. water your tomatoes. I'm so sorry. Let me. You know, deal with all your mud, mundane, boring crap, and then go out in the evening time and do something that I want to do. Yeah, yeah. Because she's lived that life for so long, she's like, I don't need this nine to five job. I can yeah. do what I want to do. But from the looks of it, uh, Rick is rarely there. I mean, she's in bed hopping out by herself. I mean, how Where's is she, she hopping in and out of bed, and he's sleeping so well that he don't? Yeah. It didn't right. look like he was in the bed. <laughs> it's like she's jumping out of bed. And then, in the same fashion, he in his thing, he's the one who's getting up early, and she's in bed. So I'm just like, how are y'all crisscrossing all this time, and neither one of you know anything about either one of you? Yeah. Because I know when Bear gets up in the middle of the night, because I'm like, you okay? <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. Uh, I'm I'm going in the other room because I got to take care of something. Would you please? But I guess maybe they're. Com- Getting a little complacent living in the nice house. It's been a year and a half. Yeah. When they haven't had any real, quote, drama, you know. So maybe it's easier to sleep and stuff. Now, when Michonne finds the the walker strung up, the guy's wrists are bound. Do you think this is a savior that uh, Oceanside's taken care of? Or is this, I don't know, some rando that uh, decided they were going to string him up? Because I was wondering about that, It can't too, be too like, rando because know? why... It's not like she's venturing out so far that she's in a place that they've never been before. Yeah. You know, because she's got to venture out and back in the same night. Yeah. Yeah. Walking. You're right. So she's not getting that far away from Alexandria, which would lead us to believe that she's probably scoured every aspect, you know, at, at some point given the night. Yeah. Each night as she's doing this. So I, I think it's had to be somewhat fresh. Yeah, I mean, he, means, he didn't look like he'd been there that long. Which means somebody's doing it. So yeah, maybe it I was, just kind of chalked it up to being another Oceanside kill. Right. Did you spot anything new in it this week? Okay. No, I, I checked it over. There was nothing new in I the intro. I didn't try anything, or I didn't see it, obviously uh, anything that was super obvious to me. So we come back from commercial. We got Maggie loving on that baby. Baby Hershey. It, Cause she yeah. knows if anything goes wrong, killing uh, she's Negan, dead. You know, if he turns yeah. the tables and kills her, I guess she won't be back. Or if Rick holds up to, uh, there's no killing. We're gonna have to make example out of Maggie. What kills me? It must be nice. She's got a babysitter at a moment's notice. Yeah, she ruler of the place. She gets anything she wants. Hell yeah. She gets the nice balcony. But my thing with, is, is, she gets the big house. She lives in the big house. She lives in the big house. Yeah. Everybody else lives in the trailers. My thing is, is that. You're so hellbound on the Negan thing that you're willing for your kid to have no parent. Yeah. To go do this. To yeah. go justify your husband's murder. Right. Yeah. That. And I don't think any mom would do that. That to me is kind of crazy. Right. So like because, she's I mean, borderline she's with Lori. So much, she's yeah. thinking I may not be back. Right. Yeah. You know, if Negan get, wrestles the gun or the sword or whatever out of my hands, 
I'm dead. <laughs> Damn. Right. Whatever the scenario is, she's fully prepared. That she's like, she just told Jesus, you might need to do it some for longer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So but he, she, she's fully prepared to not come back. Yeah. But he does, I mean, he does kind of give us the, uh, probably the potential out she's going to take is she's got that letter from Georgie to read and she tells him, just go ahead and put it in my desk with the other ones. She'll get to it later. Yeah. So with her exit on the show, you think she's going to Georgie's place. She's going to run off to Georgie's. Yeah. That way they can be, Oh, she's been there for several years. It's an easy solution. She runs off to Georgie. She's gone for a couple of seasons, comes back. That's if they work something out. If she doesn't come back, either she's a victim of Georgie or she got killed on the way back. Yeah. It's happenstance. Right. And then she heads off to Alexandria to, um, Take care of some business. Yeah, set the record straight. So we come back, and Rick's looking at the bridge of rushing and that, water. Man, that bridge is not looking good. Yeah, their levee broke, and the water is gushing. It's, it's rushing like way crazy. higher than they thought it would. And here's his opportunity with Eugene to make <clears throat> nice with everybody and say, good job. Good See, job. this this right here, we're in, in this these few scenes coming up here, Rick pays Eugene a big compliment. He praises and forgives Carol. I mean, that's like three big things he does in a very short amount of time. And I'm going, you, you could beat us over the head with a bat at how much you're turn, not turning him into the moral compass, but letting him tie up loose ends. Yeah. This is, I'm going to say thank you to everybody one by one. Appreciate you. Love you. You know, it's, it's the, good. You know, yeah, it'll be good. all right. We're on good terms. Uh, I'm just as an aside. I'm not looking forward to writing up uh, next week, this weekend, because yeah. it is going to be so head trippy in and out of scenarios that, dear God, help me. Yeah, it, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be difficult. Yeah, I mean, I got to figure he's in and out of consciousness, dreaming crap. It won't be as bad. I mean, it will be worse than Tyrese's. But Tyrese's was pretty bad to to keep up. I think with. Tyrese is the only one that's ever affected me emotionally. <laughs> oh yeah, because I was like, "Wow, oh, man!" Oh, you liar! I lost it on you that one. You liar! I lost it on that one. When uh, when Carl killed his mom, Carl oh, when Carl killed Lori, that doesn't stand out in my mind as much as Tyrese. When she said, "You're a good kid," you, you blah blah. And, I see that oh, I saw it. Out my uh, your human suit was as, leaking. Not as much leaking as from the eyes. Because you know they let him die slowly. He'd yeah, they did. Out slowly, yeah, you know? that was that was a bad one. But no, sitting here watching the show. Yeah, I don't remember that one. You you just got all these emotions going, and I'm going, oh my god, she does feel things. <laughs> <clears throat> the only one that really still gets me is. Uh, What's her name's daughter? Carol's daughter coming out of the barn. Yeah, I can't watch that one. That was that was kind of bad. That Hersh and Herschel still hurts. Eh, Herschel, it, I'm okay with. I, I I'm okay with it. I just don't want to watch it again. Yeah, no, I don't want to <laughs> watch it again. Um, but yeah, this week's um the Walking Dead's Instagram. I posted it yesterday. I think it was a there's a screen capture I posted from there. Their Instagram story this week. They've been doing like a countdown. Like yeah. a daily, it's like which of these two scenarios about Rick is like more. So like yesterday, it was when he was reunited with Judith mm-hmm. when he thought she was dead yeah. after the prison thing, or yeah. when uh, like them playing here recently in yeah. the courtyard. And I was like, "Oh fuck, dude!" When when he found her after you know Tyrese had her and yeah. stuff. That <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Well. uh Jerry comes bearing uh, news that Maggie's on her way to Alexandria. Rick's radioing in, saying, "Hey, make sure y'all don't let her in." And they're going, "Yeah, I don't, I don't think we're gonna." Yeah, Roger that. Yeah, Roger, Roger over and out, uh, Chicken Hawk. We're gonna let this, we're gonna let this stand. And then Daryl the Deceiver gives Rick the last ride straight to the sinkhole. Yeah, that was. Uh... I have been enjoying uh, watching the Facebook post where they're talking about Daryl killed Rick, proved me wrong. Oh. Loving them. People are so butthurt about it. Now you're blaming him for Rick. Di- Rick didn't have to get on the back of it. Well, he trusted his brother <laughs> to get him there, not take him by a bunch of janky-ass rebar and <laughs> get him out there in the middle of nowhere and start a fist fight slugfest. Yeah. 
Well, Negan doesn't want to eat. Michonne's going to go try and make him eat. Nobody gives a flying shit. That chick has the uh, sweetest um, afro she, in a zombie she apocalypse. She does. It was clean. It looked good. Per- perfectly curled. And the it glasses was, looked like they were brand new. Yeah, they were like straight off of... Uh, um, oh, damn it. Lost my train of thought. <laughs> the, the gay singer guy plays the piano. Elton John. Yeah, they yeah. look straight off his face. <laughs> T.S. finds it's funny how uh, Daryl don't give a damn about any of his motorcycles. He throws every one yeah, of them down like they're garbage. The he lays them down. Every time he gets off, he's he like... threw it on the ground. He drops it. People yeah. don't do that with motorcycles. It's it, kind of crappy that they. It uh, does when you have especially like especially the apocalypse when you don't have any extra spare parts laying around. Yeah, damn to right. Drop it and bend it. Hello, and break it. we saw they had like fifteen of them, peop- and people working on them at the. Uh, That's true. Savior they did. complex. Well, still, they did. I'm sure those people are like, "Damn, what do you do to the bike now?" Like, come on, dude. <laughs> yeah, well, we don't need to be fixing. Oh, uh, how'd you every bend day. the handlebars this time, Daryl? You throw it on the ground again. <laughs> <laughs> Ten bucks says you threw it on the ground. Like you're a professional writer in real life, you wouldn't do that to your you're own. You're a bike. dick, Daryl. I'm just gonna come out and say it. You are a dick. Every mechanic like, here I'm hates you. I'm trying to work you. on farming equipment, but instead I'm working on your damn bikes. You yeah. keep on throwing down. I don't know, Daryl. Uh, people want to see you riding around on a sick beast, or do they want to eat? I'm thinking they want to eat you, careless bastard. <laughs> and then we come to Negan not eating. Yeah. No one cares. You know, I didn't Nothing's care. Nothing's learned from this scene. All, all you really learn is that... Uh, that Negan uh, is tired of being in prison, and he's, you know... Yeah, Negan bored. had a wife, and she wasn't fit for that world, blah, blah. And he's bored. All of that was really long and drawn out, but the funniest part of it is when you find out at the end who he's talking about, like, who that he really just wants to see Lucille. Yeah, the bat, yeah. <laughs> Oh, dude. That was the best part of all of it. He was crushed when she she was like, where is she? She's like, where you left her? Still like, no, you left her out there. No. She's getting rained on. No. There's there's termites working her over. I knew it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was the best part of it all. So now we got uh, Daryl and Rick's come to Jesus where uh, Daryl's basically telling Rick, you know, Me and Jesus and Maggie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did have a come to Jesus meeting. Yeah, Rick's live because of Glenn, which is a nice callback. Um, he lets let, lets out that the ocean side killed the saviors. The the one part about this that I, I mean, aside from Rick going, you know, if if this doesn't mean something, then everybody's died for nothing. And him trying to re- grapple with that was, um, yeah, when uh, Daryl says, "I'd die for you." I totally thought he was going to follow that up with, uh, but you wouldn't die for us, not after Carl. Right. And I was like, damn. I thought I, I was so hoping he was going to go there with that, but yeah. he didn't do it. No, he said, I'd die for you. I'd die for Carl. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I would have died for Carl. Carl. So, yeah. And, I mean, I think there's there's not much about what Daryl said that I don't believe. But, yeah, the whole you're my brother nonsense, that was, yeah. But also, Rick also finds out that Oceanside's been killing the Savers. This is the first time he's has heard this. Right. Oceanside. This is the first time that he's, he's realizing that uh, his plan is not working out so Everybody's hot. turning against you, Rick. Yeah. Groups of people are turning against you. Yeah. Yeah. And then he makes the comment, you know, if this doesn't work, then everybody died, died for nothing. And they're like, just let it go. Yeah. Just let yeah. him die. And, you know, Daryl basically just said, you know, we were better when it was just us. You know, we could have handled anything. You know, he's making a point. is like now it's so big and so complex that it's too hard. You know, it's too hard to make it work easily anymore. So. So as we're there. Yeah. What they didn't wrap up on this show was back at the camp. Well, I mean, you're going to see that next week because we already know. That you someone know, got shot, or that, yeah, that these <laughs> that the herd is you know headed in that general direction. Obviously, they're moving quicker than they thought because um, here they start tumbling down in the and whoever or whatever made this big ass giant hole. It's a sinkhole. I think it's just yeah, it's it just some random 
act of God that had to show up to give uh, them reason to not be able to get away from each other and argue. I don't know if it was some kind of whisper trap or something, maybe. Nah. Just pulled a tick off Charlie's chest. Oh, I got the treat in there. He needs a bath. Better than his balls. Well, that's true. Oh, yeah, something else Rick says that uh, he didn't ask anyone to follow him. Right. And I'm thinking, uh, no, during the Rick Tatorship, you told them. True. You see how far you get. Uh, okay, let me see. We got another. I think got another Michonne episode, or segment after this. Yeah, break. it's more Negan filler. Eat your food. Blah, blah. And you're, you're like me. You're afraid you're going to become me. My poor wife wasn't made for this. Blah, blah. Yeah, so, I mean, we've already heard this story because he told this to Gabriel in the trailer that one time. Yeah. So. I think but the only thing he says here that's really just kind of a dick move is that uh, Michonne's secretly glad that her son died. And then everybody online's making the comments of, uh, she lost two sons and she's not going to lose a daughter, blah, whatever that whole thing is. Maybe she's adopted Rick's kids as her own. The whole... Uh, and Gabe thing here, uh, him just forgiving her. She, I don't know what it is with A's and B's, but she's about to let let this thing eat his face off. God. Yeah, I don't get yeah, it either. I don't either. understand what the purpose of this they is. They better explain this, and it better make a whole shit ton of sense, or I'm just going to be pissed about the whole it's thing. It's like a test or something. I don't yeah. know. It's like with Negan, too. I don't, it's I, like they want alphas or whatever taken out, almost. Yeah, I don't know. Because man. why else would she want the walker to bite them? I just don't know what's going on with that. But even she did that with Negan, and I'm like, yeah. well, she doesn't get it down low. They're tied, so she always hovers She it doesn't want them ripping house. them apart, but she obviously wants She them obviously wants them infected. To bite them. Yeah. To, so that she can control it. So, yeah. Well, can't wait to find out what all that's about. Yeah. Be and good. then she basically just chloroforms him, I guess. Yeah, she <laughs> knocks him out. After he pleads his case and she changes her mind. And then the, well, well, obviously yeah. after this. but We get back into um, the work camp realizing that, um, what's your deal, the, uh, the savior, I guess the outcast saviors are coming. Yeah. And start locking everything up. And it turns out Mudman shows back up at camp and... Kicks off a gunfight at the OK Corral. So where do they get guns at? The Savers? Well, there's only well, one gun, I he guess. He ambushed one person. Uh, he ambushed they, uh, Alden. Everybody else behind them, they got axes and sticks and stuff. But, so they only have one gun? Yeah, where is Alden? Well, he says he got the better of Alden. So at least there looks like there's two people with guns. Yeah, okay. I see so I'm gonna I'm gonna say that they've been one by one, them. just kind of hopping people and getting them. That's why I kind of wonder, the guy that was strung up, was he a savior that was trusted by Alden and had a gun, or was he one of Carol's crew? Right. I don't know. Somebody that had a gun, maybe. But, you know, she must have saw them coming to have everybody go, hey, they're coming. Yeah, she's, she, you know. I hear something through the woods. She's more intuitive than, you know, damn Rick and Daryl are anymore. But they must have known something was probably a brewing for her to be like immediately put them, lock them away in the middle yeah, of the Yeah, she saw them coming, heard them coming through the woods and, you know, and then all hell breaks loose. So they're in the pit and they hear the gunshots at the camp. And then you're like, uh-oh, something bad is going down. So yeah. let's work together, crawl up on each other's backs, and let's well, get the here's hell the, here's what Yeah, I don't, yeah. Kind of turns you on, doesn't it? Like, here's crawl what up I on my get. back, brother. Why don't, work this oil. Why doesn't Rick pull out his hatchet, which is hanging on his hip right now? I was thinking the same thing. And use it like a fucking ice pick. I was thinking if the you're, same uh, thing. You know. Because that's too smart. I mean, hell for that matter. Uh, how about you take out that hatchet? Dig in some hand and footholds and climb your way back out of that thing right up the wall. Yeah, I mean, there's half a dozen things, but the, number one was just use it just like it's an ice pick in your ice climbing. Yeah, dig yeah. that bitch in and That's pull yourself the easiest up. Way. And so, we go back inside the cell. Blah blah. Who cares? Yeah, I do kind of like the way they shot it. 
like where you can barely just see the silhouette of him and like you can see the whiskers hanging over his lips and shit but you don't really see his face yeah he's all he's all grizzled up yeah i like the cinematography of the scene but it was about 15 minutes too long of the 16 minutes that yeah, they, they probably showed the <laughs> yeah true <laughs> so um, you know, if we could have just cut to the chase where he loses his shit over Lucille, that was the best part of the whole thing. Yeah. That really would have, I mean, but then again, you're, you've got all this extra time you got to make up. Uh, we could have seen more Judith playing in the garden. Hell, they got better sandwiches in the apocalypse than they do right now. Yeah, that is a very nice looking sandwich. I can't even make a sandwich that looking that good at home. Hell, if I get some meat and some bread on it, I'm happy. But to have all the extra condiments, like tomatoes, lettuce, <laughs> onions, goodness. They growing it. You can't have it unless you grow it. Yeah, this whole time, he was just trying to work his way around to where is uh, Lucille. No, I've got to see her. <laughs> I don't need to touch her. I just need to see how she's doing. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming they have the bat somewhere. Oh, yeah, you know Because, you know, do. once Rick dies and they have to let Negan out, you know, they're going to be like, here, Negan, here's your baby back. Yeah. Yeah, they've got it somewhere. This is them getting him ready to come back it, out. It, it was kind of good to see him break down like this because having read uh, the Here's Negan graphic novel, he he does kind of have this this moment here. He just, he's just He's put so much of his wife onto this bat that it's really his only way of keeping her around, but it's really all these things that he wanted to be right with her. So I kind of get what it is. They did a decent job with it, but I just hate that it took all this time, 52 minutes to get into it. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, please dude. But I mean, it's the best way to kind of build something that they have never tried to push at all, except for on rare occasion, whenever somebody else picked it up. Well, the Hardy Boys finally get their way out of the uh, out of the sinkhole of doom as all those poor all those poor stunt guys and gals are sliding down on their stomachs and falling into the pit. Furthermore, uh, Daryl has both of his freaking gigantic Bowie knives with basically brass knuckles for handles. Why couldn't he double fist those into yeah. climbing yeah. Uh, apparatus? What well, What kills me is. Uh, you can easily put your foot through the head of a walker, but we're supposed to believe that he can stack them up and stand on them. They can hold his weight and not fall apart. Right. And then the most groan worthy moment ever in the entire show. <laughs> Brother, take my hand. God. They're wrapping it up. Oh, so done with this BS. It was like, dude. Daryl's done nothing but dick you over this whole time. I was fine with the brother back when, you know. Before Daryl started all the dicking? Like when Daryl uh, was with the claim dudes. You yeah. Know, and then yeah. and that scene went down, and they sat there next to each other, and yeah. he's like, you're my brother. Yeah, I mean, I've been all right with that. Fine with that. I was yeah. fine when they had their bro moment, and uh, Daryl escaped, and he gave Rick his python back. Yeah. That was a nonverbal bro moment. Yeah, that's a that's a bro chin wag. That's right. a, that's good. But well, they're trying to wrap it up. But yeah, brother, take my hand. That that was a bit much. Yeah, yeah, that was like I was really hoping right there where he gets his hand and he starts pulling him up that a walker like, comes out around that tree and just bites him on the shoulder or the arm so that you can go, okay, Rick did die to save you. Yeah, he took a bite. To get you out of that hole when he could have just let you fall back in and get eaten. Well, now he's going to be died to save everybody because, you know, he was trying to get the group away. So now he can say he yeah. died for everybody. And honestly, I think that's probably what's going to wind up happening is he's going to he's going to continue to lead him out. It And I, as much as I hate that this is probably what's going to happen, he's going to lead him out to the bridge. And let them all fall in the water. And then he's going to fall in the water and they're going to follow him. And that'll be the last time we see Rick. Yeah. I don't think they're actually going to show him die. He sacrificed himself to save everybody. It'll be an implied death. It's not going to be, yeah, he died. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too, when I saw the previews for next week. We got Gabe's in uh, Rick's A-can. Yeah. Um, I think it's funny. He walks all the way out into 
the junkyard, doesn't even feel that there is a note uh, pinned to the inside of his jacket like he's a, a small child in World War II Britain <laughs> going well, off to the country. But it was. What my thing is, is like, fast, how long was he in there? Along. Because those spider webs that he had to fight through to get out of there looked like he'd been in there for like two weeks. Oh, she probably just slid I him in there. I think they were trying he to was... show passage of time since, you know, she was in there and then packed up her stuff yeah. and went to the camp. And it's been two years since yeah. she's been in there. Well, I mean, that was the solitary confinement cage that she had uh, Rick in. And yeah. since he was on a creeper anyway, she probably but, just rolled his ass in there. Okay, well, maybe that's true. Yeah, she didn't have to get her hair dirty. That's true. But yeah, she does the, if you need to go fast, go alone. If you need to go far, go together. I need to go fast. So I don't know if she's heading straight for helicopter people or what. Seems like the helicopter people aren't going to take her. No. No, she's got to have something. They're like, we're, they were just using her for people or whatever the heck they were doing. She's yeah. got to have her an A or a, she's got to have her an A to get a ticket, her one-way ticket out of there. Yeah. I think she's went in hiding for a while. So then who Maggie do you think and is Chick that? run across uh, a little band of, of walkers that have been hatcheted, which I... I let me rewind on that one. I thought there was a hatchet beside them. A hatchet in the back of one of them. Because at least you know they haven't made it to Alexandria yet, but they do come around that curve, and People there's one's two headless walkers. One of them's got a hatchet in its back, and another one laying on its back. I wonder if those are Michonne. It's got to be Michonne's thing, but why would one of them have a hatchet in its back? I don't yeah, know. I don't Unless know. it was already there, and she just chopped his head off. True. But the chopping of the head... Seems very Michonne-esque. Yeah. Well, Rick's leading him away on his uh, white horse back to the uh, oh-so-precariously-placed blocks of cement and rebar. That it just had to be sticking just, right where he needs to be. Just sitting out there. Yeah, but I mean... <laughs> what, in the open like that. What would they even be there for on the middle of a dirt road? I was trying to pay attention to it. It looked like they were trying like, to build a, a, a gate or something and never finished it. Oh, like you think like a... Like a corner, yeah, like a corner cement, like yeah. Welcome to Alexandria. Oh no, not them! Like somebody, uh, like the government, public works was working on something before. Well, I mean, not them, but I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. like some kind of a subdivisiony, yeah, fancy type, yeah. something or another. How many wounds could this man have and but, still uh, survive in the pocket? I mean, he's had so his, many people. His hand ran through with the rebar uh, shot. Yeah. Hell, so not many, many people live through all that no. <laughs> with no antibiotics, no healthcare. Right. I mean, something that was pointed out is that uh, his injury is in the same spot he got shot from season one. Yeah, I was like, Jesus, how many times but, did you hit in the side? Your kidneys are dust. Oh yeah, he's he's <laughs> totally toasted. <laughs> you only got one kidney left after all this mess. But so many different people online were pissed. They're like, Rick goes out like that. Gets bucked off a horse and dies, and and I'm thinking, yeah, most of kill you in in a situation like that where basically everything has just gone to hell in a handbasket. It's going to be few and far between where people go out in a blaze of glory. They're going to die from some of the most innocuous and ain't things. Yeah, when he got his hand, whatever went through straight through his hand, that could have killed him. Yeah, sepsis. Sepsis is going to take screwdriver or whatever it was. Yeah, could have lost the hand, and then if they had to take the hand or arm off like they did uh, the other, what's his name? Aaron. Aaron. Yeah. You can die from that today. I mean, they're bringing everybody back in for, for different things, but yeah, this is this is going to be a real head trippy episode. Yeah, it is. But I'm looking forward to seeing Bernthal again. Yeah. Dude, his line stayed packed all weekend long, too. Yeah. Yeah, it was getting I guess long because of we him being for Pollyanna, the, it, we looked around and, and we saw his line get long. For him being the Punisher or whatever, I guess maybe that's part of part of some of that too. For yeah, him. well, he was it was it you, Susan, that showed me the video the the picture? He was in like some group photo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was photo him, off. Carl, and Lori. Yeah, together and. Chandler Riggs and Sarah Wayne Callies are off to the corner, and they've got this little sign that says coming in 2019. And then the young couple's on the opposite side, and she's pregnant, and they're all happy and smiley. And he's sitting, he's standing in the middle. He's got his hoodie up, and it looks like a mugshot. He just looks so pissed, and he's got the the sign here, and the side reads, uh, it's not mine. <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's the end of... Uh, that's it. 
uh, until next week. Rick when is impaled on a piece of concrete. Everybody is going to go effing crazy. And if he gets himself off that, shoo, he's oh. one strong person because, man, yeah. that's a long piece well, of he gets That's off a of long it. piece yeah. of the you see it yeah. in, you see it in the rebar. Pre- you do see it in the pre- now, Unless in the, he's daydreaming or somebody. Or, yeah, but it shows him leading them across the bridge. Yeah. So he gets off of it. Yeah. Quickly, somebody on uh, Walking like Dead spoilers page has got to be involved in the production or something. Because a couple weeks ago, they put something on it said, spoilers, don't read unless you want to know what happens and so-and-so. And, and I was like, ah, whatever. Half this stuff is just bullshit anyway. And the one I read through said almost verbatim what was going to happen in this. Hmm. And the one that, the one that got me was when they were talking about Rick gets thrown off the horse, lands on a piece of rebar, and the camera pulls back while all these walkers are coming in around him. And I'm going, that's just kind of a shit way to go. That's not going to be what it is. And that wound up being what it is. So now I don't get on that site anymore. Yeah. That kind of pissed me off. Like, There's some fuck? crappy stuff on there, or but there is, like, I've seen some stuff and then it has come to fruition. So, yeah, yeah you have to be careful on there because. Yeah, I've learned. If someone specifically says, don't look at this if you don't want to know. That's probably not the one you actually want to look at. Yeah. The rest of it is probably just BS. So then I'm wondering where in the hell they find this shit out. Are they actually on the production team? Or, yeah, or, or their family is, you know, because hell, you know, everybody down there probably, yeah, you know, some, some version, you know, I won't say everybody, but a large chunk of people that live down there probably have family members working in or around that um, set. So, because I read something about um, after. Sunday, I saw it that someone was trying to tell you exactly where that corner is, uh-huh. where the rebar is, and that whoever owned that land, that all of that is gone. All that rebar is like they're out. like there's not even one brick on the ground. Oh wow! So that they're like there's no way you can go there, find it, and stand in front of it and take a picture. Or yeah, anything. You, you, it's just they said it is you unless you know exactly where it is, you'll never find it. Gotcha. Because there's no visible marker anywhere at all. Gotcha. So, but yeah, here we go. Right. A couple of days away from... Last one. The real deal. And then uh, it'll be the rest of 9A is going to be, oh God, poor Rick, blah, blah, blah. How are we going to get along without Rick, blah, blah, blah. you're going to have essentially two, three episodes Yeah. after for them to what? I don't know. Tell us. Everybody notices that Maggie's missing. Yeah. Unless she just full tilt goes, I'm done. I'm not taking this and just leaves. Yeah. Or whatever. Um, and then I don't think we're early enough in for them to do the whisperer gig. So I don't know I'm, what, I'm thinking, what it's going to go. I'm thinking now uh, a key element in the whisperer story here. They're probably going to repurpose its use. Mm-hmm. I'll leave it at that. Gotcha. I think they're going to repurpose it and turn it into something else, but it's still going to wind up sticking with the storyline. Gotcha. Loosely. Just different character. A little something. bit. The Because the, I know Carl was supposed to be a big part of yeah, it. Yeah, whatever, he's out. So, But, yeah, I think it's still going to basically be a symbol, but we'll, we'll have to deal with that later. Gotcha. Cool. All right. That's it. We out. Am I the meanest? And I the prettiest. Am I the baddest mofo low down around this time? I can't hear you. Hey, brother, there's an endless road to rediscover. Hey, sister, know the Sweet, but blood is thicker. Oh, if the sky comes falling down for you, there's nothing in this world I wouldn't do.